0: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm in left wing for the win! He shoots and scores! 5,
1: 4, Edmonton in overtime! The the 5, the is loose! Touchdown, Elks!
0: Trade forward into the end! Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elves. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.
1: All right, we're rocking and rolling. Tonight it is the Blue Jays looking very good. Moving closer to a playoff spot. Top of the seventh in Toronto. They are leading the New York Yankees 6-0. Nothing. So, uh, well, the magic number could be down to one, depending on the outcome of the Seattle game tonight. But the Blue Jays taking care of their business up six, nothing on the Yankees in the seventh. How about this on Thursday night football early in the second quarter? Detroit, 24, Green Bay, three. 24-3, the Lions leading the Packers on Thursday night football. The Edmonton Elks, of course, on a bye week. The Edmonton Oilers, winners in overtime last night, preseason action against the... Vancouver Canucks at Calgary tomorrow for the Oilers. 5.30 face-off show game at 7 right here on 6.30 Ched Road games, Vancouver Sunday, Seattle, Monday and then they finish out the uh, preseason with home games next Wednesday and Friday. So that is what is coming up for uh, the Edmonton Oilers so they'll do the uh, practice and fly thing tomorrow. They will come home after the game. Then uh, they travel to Vancouver Saturday morning. They will stay on the West Coast so they'll go to Seattle, spend Sunday in Seattle play the uh, Kraken on Monday night and then come back to Edmonton so that's what's ahead here for the Oilers as uh, yeah an okay preseason game I think there were some good plays some good moments Uh, I think at times it did look like uh, very much though like a preseason game with perhaps some players finding their stride again or uh, perhaps not playing with quite the intensity that they might during the regular season. But uh, obviously the the Oilers are trying to uh, build here and uh, get ready for that season opener coming up, I guess, less than two weeks away now. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Happy to hear from you at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Uh, I've had a good day today. Uh, obviously, did my stuff here at Chet. I was chatting with Escott. I uh, was on Chelsea on Chet in the afternoon. We were talking about that... Uh, what what is it called again? The, the service animal, the alligator, the guy tried to take to a game in Philadelphia. I'm glad they didn't let him in. I uh, covered the Oilers' practice, uh, I guess, late this morning. They were on the ice at 11.30. Drysaddle and Woodcroft spoke around 12.15, 12.20. Uh, I, did, I did something cool this morning. I got to see some old friends. I went out to... Uh, uh, Dustin Nielsen's new outfit, Edmonton Sports Talk in the West End. They have this—I uh, don't know what they call it. I was—I was in a chair talking with Tom Gasola and Matthew Wanek and uh, Joaquin Gage, who uh, has been on Inside Sports several times over the over the years. So that you know, i, I you. I don't know if you guys listened in the summer. I, it was that was a tough day uh, for me when when twelve sixty went off the air because I know a lot of those people and I. It's, I, I can tell you this. I mean, sure, it's uh, different media outlets or, or stations who do similar things or people who have similar shows. I guess it's competitive. But the people who are doing these shows on a day-to-day basis, at least in my experience, it's not like you hate each other or are competing each other in, in, in like a fierce way. I want to do the best job possible. I hope the people listening enjoy the show and get something out of it. But I also hope other people have good shows. And as, as I said that day, um, you know, less sports coverage to me is is a bad thing that's a that as someone who likes sports and hosts a a sports show in the oilers games that i that was a tough day when 1260 went off the air because people were out of work now some of these guys have have have, uh, are are working again but some people might never be in the industry again but i always figure you know if i if i host a sports show and there are people in edmonton who like sports they're probably going to check me out at some point and maybe a few of them might say, okay, I'll listen to this guy. So I think if there's fewer options, I, I kind of think that that's a bad thing. So uh, Dustin Nielsen uh, and crew have done a great job getting Edmonton Sports Talk going, so I was really pleased that they uh, invited me as a, as a special guest out there today. Got to see uh, Dustin, who I actually don't get to see a lot because of his his hours versus my hours, and he's traveling with the Canadian Football League and all that kind of stuff, but uh, good to see uh, Gazzola and Gage and, and Matthew Iwanico I actually don't know that well, but it was fun. I think I completely nerded out several times talking about some of my outside of, uh, of work interests, which I do on this show a little bit, but I feel like I had more time there, and I was, uh, I, I think I might have revealed too much about myself. Jeff Walker is uh, working the show tonight. Jeff, first of all, welcome. I mean, you know a lot of those guys too, right?
0: Well, yeah, actually, I was one of the guys that got let go there, Reed. so I know those guys very, very well. I'm glad to be back on the air, and I'm really glad that those guys are doing <clears throat> Excuse me. Doing well as uh, as that uh, Edmonton Sports Talk is kind of taken off, and I'm kind of glad that that's happening, Reed. But uh, yeah, I was a TSN 1260 employee right up until the end, so I got to be in that beautiful meeting that they held for us. Oh, and, I'm uh,
1: sorry you had to experience that. But well, we're glad to have you on board here. I know you got a great reputation, and I know you're going to work hard. And I'm pleased to have you on this uh, on this show tonight. I got a bit of a confession to make, Jeff. Oh, now, please do. It's okay. We can make little confessions on Inside Sports because we we only have 14 listeners. We have a very loyal listenerhood of 14, and these people really engage with the show, and we share things with each other, so I'm going to share something, so we're, we're, we're doing this, uh, this. I mean, it wasn't really a round, we're just sitting talking about whatever, we talk sports, we talk sports video games, I talk some of my, my gaming hobbies, Like it was, it was all over the map, and I, I felt very comfortable I, I, fe- I felt very at ease, Jeff, I felt comfortable with these people I felt like I could be myself with them, it was beautiful you know what, and Reed? In the process of this, Jeff, I said a naughty word. Oh, no. I said a naughty word that was broadcast on the internet. What did you say? Well, I can't say it. Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah. I would really get
0: Yeah, no, I get and that. And
1: I said it, and I heard, so we were in a room, and it was closed off, and I, I heard Dustin Nielsen react in the next room. So uh, I, have, I have done a naughty thing today. Uh, what
0: is that? One Hail Mary that you've got to say for that? Something like that. Read
1: Maybe, inside yeah. sports confession taker, Jeff Walker. Everybody. Yeah, you
0: know what? I'm Welcome good to give I'll tell you what. I've got a confession to make f- to you as well, Reed. Uh-oh. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, Blockbuster was uh, one of my favorite video stores back in the day. And um, I rented this video game, this Mortal Kombat game. It was, like, really, really good. I really enjoyed it. But I lost it before I got to take it back. And uh, so I ended up, I think they paid, they charged me like 25 bucks, 30 bucks for this thing, but I found it again oh. about a month and a half ago. So I've got this Blockbuster video copy of Mortal Kombat what system? in my collection. Uh, that would have been on uh, the, the Xbox, the first Xbox.
1: Uh, an Xbox. So uh, when did the Xbox come out? Early 2000s?
0: Uh, I want to say 2001, somewhere so in I, there. So
1: I was not working at Blockbuster. When I was okay. working at Blockbuster, it was still... The the big system was the N sixty four, which was cartridges. Though there was PlayStation, uh, there was Sony Saturn. We even had a few Sony CD. I think one of the some of the stores had 3DO, which I don't remember what that was if it was cartridges or discs. Uh, but so they so you have and you have paid for this. So you you paid twenty five bucks for it, and now you finally found do you have a machine to play it on.
0: Uh, actually, I don't. Um, I did try because I have the new Xbox, right? Like, I got the Xbox Series X, but it uh, does it work in there. Okay. So, yeah, no, like, I don't know if I'm going to have to get this thing bronzed or, like, what I need to do with it at this point. But
1: uh, Well, I think here's what we're going to do. seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Could somebody sell or give Jeff an original Xbox?
0: Oh, that's a good to, idea.
1: <laughs> to play... <laughs> to play... Uh, What is it called? Just Mortal Kombat? Uh, It's
0: Mortal Kombat Kombat Annihilation. I was going
1: to say, is it Annihilation? That's the only one I know. Yeah. I I never really played Mortal Kombat. You
0: know what? Maybe there's a Christmas present in there for you somewhere, Reed. You know, just don't don't worry about the Blockbuster sticker on there. If
1: they make it for a television, please get me Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So, now, is it still in the Blockbuster case? It must be.
0: Uh, It was, yeah. It was. So, it was like this like purpley color, you know, purple and white. Yeah. No, it was actually a really nice... Nice case that it was in good condition. Like I, I only paid in the end what I rented it. I think it was like eight bucks, and then I paid twenty five for it That's after. So bad. it was like thirty three bucks yeah, for this not, game. Not like,
1: bad. They could have charged you more. Like, yeah, they definitely could have charged you. More. Do you remember what store you rented it from? What uh, Oh, the Camrose one for sure. Well, there yeah. was a Blockbuster in Camrose.
0: There was. Yeah, for oh, a right. long time. Yeah.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations, Camrose. Good for yeah. you guys. All right. Well, th- thank you, Jeff, for sharing that story. Oh, anytime. And, uh, yeah, I. Uh, I I forgive you for, I mean, you paid for it. So it's not like you stole it or didn't pay your fees. So I, I don't even really feel like you did anything wrong.
0: Well, I still think there's a, a Hail Mary for me in there somewhere, right? Like
1: <laughs> you, can, you can't just let me off the hook there. Reed. Well, you go, you go aside during the commercial and, and do that. Uh, I want to talk about something else here. Um, <laughs> so last night, uh, Vegas is playing Los Angeles and Mark Stone takes a big body check from Hayden Hodgson who's uh, kind of a journeyman-type player. He's played a few NHL games. And then uh, the kind of a kerfuffle breaks out, and Mark Stone's looking for somebody, and he grabs youngster Brant Clark, a uh, first-round pick of the Kings from a couple of years ago, and there's this freeze frame of Clark looking absolutely terrified. Now, I don't know if he was, but the freeze frame caught this look on his face, and Stone kind of menacing him. Um, so a big hit in an exhibition game, I don't know. Is is it a no-no? Do you have to fight? This is we have this discussion periodically on Inside Sports. I mean, they have been doing it ten years, and the the fighting thing sort of can get people fired up. We know things are different. I've even detected in a decade of doing the show a change in attitude with with listeners about fighting. Um, is it, is it okay to hit a star player? I mean, it was a pretty clean hit. I mean, he wanted to pop him. He went after an opportunity to pop him. And then if, if you land a big body check, like, should that lead to a fight every time? That this guy who's not an established NHLer, should he not even try this against uh, the captain of the Stanley Cup champions? Or, if, or are you thinking... Hey, the guy's trying to get a spot in the NHL. If he's got a chance to line somebody up, line him up. 7804960063. Mark Stone commented after the game on getting hit by Hodgson and then also grabbing Brant Clark.
0: That's probably the last time I'll ever play against that guy. Uh, not really much of a player, so uh, leave it at that. I think I scared him a little, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> no, I honestly, I was looking around for you know, some of their talented players and trying to run at them, and he was the, <laughs> really the only one. So uh, it's unfortunate you're playing against, uh, you know, a team like that. They're trying to make a name for themselves and, you know, in preseason. Uh,
1: Did Ray know. Clark respond to you during that little uh, interaction? No. All right. Well, he kind of uh, took a pretty big shot at Hudson saying I'm never going to play against him again, of course, saying he's he's not going to be in NHL games. But, uh, yeah, it, it's... I... I'm sort of of two minds on this subject. Uh I understand Stone wanting to protect himself and feeling annoyed and maybe in a preseason game he's thinking, "Why are you running at me, you nobody?" But I can also say, you know, Hodgson's trying to make the NHL. <laughs> and we're talking about him and probably uh, the LA Kings are talking about him and maybe they're saying, "Hey, good for him. He didn't discriminate. He saw a chance to uh to nail somebody. And he went and did it. Hodgson, by the way, 27 years of age. He's listed at 6'2", about 205 pounds. He was a teammate of Connor McDavid in McDavid's first season in Erie. So a, a brief, uh, briefly teammates, but they were teammates. He has played seven NHL games, all with the Flyers. And he has uh, one goal, three points, and 11 penalty minutes. So not somebody we'd be talking a lot about, ex- except for the fact he took a round, run at Mark Stone and irritated Mark Stone. So anyway, that's another thing you can get in touch about. 780-496-0063. The email, by the way, is sports at 630 ched.com. We will get to Luke Pierce from the Oil Kings. Uh, we'll see what's going on with their weekend. Uh, we will talk to Morgan Grant, who's in town for rodeo. It's InsideSports on 630Chet. <laughs>
0: This is Leon Dreysidel from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet.
1: Well, that is indeed the name of the show, Mr. Dreysidal Oilers and Flames tomorrow on 630 Chet, 530 for the face-off show, and the puckle drop at 7. Oil Kings play tomorrow against Lethbridge. We're going to have the uh, Oil Kings head coach Luke Pierce on the show in a few minutes. You uh, have a football having a, a very good season. As you know, they did lose their last game, but they're still 3-1 and one on the year, so that's halfway through uh, through the Canada West regular season. And they're still ranked ninth in the country. Their ranking wasn't affected by the uh, loss in UBC. So the uh, Golden Bears football team plays tomorrow at Footfield at 7 o'clock against Regina, coming in 1-3. and three. So uh, hopefully they can get back in the win column there. Pandas hockey will uh, open up conference play against UBC. Home games tomorrow and Saturday. Golden Bears hockey on the road against ubc tomorrow and saturday so we are uh, ramping it up with all the fall and winter sports which is a lot of fun okay seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three jeff what do we have
0: uh well we got lots of texts rolling in here i've got one from francis here he says hey reed i just wanted to let you know that you have another loyal listener here he's just not as engaged as much in the text line which is kind of funny because he's just texted that in
1: reed well, that's okay. You, you you are no obligation to interact uh, with the host of the show, but I appreciate if you're out there for sure. Thank you, Francis.
0: And uh, some good news for me here. Um, we have another texture, No name on this oh, one. Uh, the Mortal Kombat game that we were talking about is now worth over $100, so it sounds like I'm making a little bit of money there.
1: Really? Yeah. I did, well, yes, yeah, some old video games, I guess, are worth quite a bit. There is a store... Near Nate, I want to say 118th Ave, maybe 103rd Street. Is you know where that value? Is it a Value Village? It's near that Value Village, uh, but it's right on 118. I think it's called Next Wave, and they have a bunch of used video games. I, I've been in there uh, looking for stuff for friends a couple of times, and. Mo- I think most of the games are quite inexpensive, but I-, I think there might be some rare ones that are worth a little bit more. So there you go. You're... S- you're sitting on a gold mine, Jeff. Uh,
0: honestly, uh, this might uh, be my nerd uh, information for you today, Reed, but I actually kind of collect some old video games. I never thought that Mortal Kombat game would be worth very much money, but I do look into, like, old NES games, SNES games and stuff like that, and some of those are very, very expensive. There's actually um, one Nintendo game that's worth over a 1000 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, some Olympic game. I've never seen it before. There's only, like, a 100 of these in existence or something like that and uh yeah it's worth a lot of money so uh, maybe check your collection before you're giving them away amazing okay yeah or if you're blockbuster you know make sure guys are bringing the the games back
1: (laughs) yeah blockbuster needs the money
0: yeah and then we also had ken text in here he uh listened to your appearance on the hangout this morning by far the funniest episode they have had
1: well, the, the hangout. Yes, I forgot what it was called. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Those guys were great to, to be with. And we'll have Walking Gage on Inside Sports still from uh, from time to time. I, I, I liked uh, talking to those guys for sure. Uh, Section O, big double E fan has uh, just sent me a message an unopened Super Mario RPG for. What do you what do you call it? SNES. Uh, SNES? Yes, Super,
0: Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super SNES Nintendo
1: goes for over five hundred dollars. I know. I had a, I, someone I knew a few years ago paid something in the neighborhood of I think twenty seven hundred dollars for Panzer Dragoon. I think for Sega Saturn. Does that sound right? Somebody listening will know.
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't have a...
1: It was either Panzer Dragoon or Panzer Dragoon Saga. I think there was more than one game. But yes, he paid, and, and he actually played it. Like, he had a working Saturn... And he got a disc that that worked for for I think it was around twenty seven hundred dollars, and then he actually played it and finished it.
0: Does he think it was worth money in the end? Because like that's a lot of money. I like know, a- I
1: don't know if he's good, I, I I haven't talked to him in a while, so I'm not sure if he resold it or wants to resell it. But I know he told me the story of getting it and and playing it. Yeah. For. for a video game disc. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right. uh, we are got to call a quick timeout. We'll set up the Oil Kings weekend when we get back. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chat.